Guys, I want to get loud all of a sudden. I'm do it. Sorry, I'm going to. I knew it was coming. I'm sorry, guys. Get I need back. to do that. It is. It is. You feel like Poseidon chucking that bugger down. Chucking <laughs> <laughs> that bugger. Did Boy. you butt out that deer? I did not butt out that deer, but the next one I get, okay, I'm just getting its butt out. Is that little Stevie I hear? Drobop. Bow drop. I'm sorry. Hello. Stay tuned. I'll be back after my seizure. <laughs> Every little chipmunk that was running around, everything's dead quiet, and I went <laughs> like that. Just happened. Just happened. I saw what is in essence a nature gasm. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome once again. You're sitting around the Sonic Campfire. We are the Rutten River Pursuits podcast. <clears throat> we have a special guest tonight in-house, but we're going to keep that a secret until about five names from now. I'm Catfish. <laughs> I'm Dave. I'm Steve. I'm Will. Uncle Buck. And Sammy P. Sammy P. Sammy P. The Sammy. general The general's himself. back. <laughs> the general's uh, back in your We've pizza. already downed... Like a bunch of deer jerky. Sorry, we ate your deer jerky while you were gone. And what, like two, maybe, yeah, two packs of gummy worms and quite a few ice cream sandwiches. So it's been a good night so far. And a handful of Tic Tacs. And a handful of Tic Tacs. I'm excited as well. We do have one more guest on the line. One of my favorite feathered hunters. He likes to go down in the Virginia area. From the GP area, Mr. Travis. Hey, you there? What's going on, guys? How y'all doing around the Sonic Campfire? Hey, buddy. Hey, Travis. Hey, Trav. How is uh, Virginia duck hunting treating you this season? Dude, we just got the opener yesterday, man, and we're wailing in and hammering down on some pintails, mallards, black ducks, gadwalls. Shot a green wing teal today, beautiful little drake. Man, it's on. This is the time of the year that we wait for all spring and summer. And I'm telling you, I just can't wait to get back out tomorrow morning. I'd hear that. GP calls. Obviously, we've talked to Travis before. To the Grit Pack. To the Grit Pack. And Travis, with GP calls, offers three distinctly different but amazing duck calls. Travis, give me a rundown of what duck calls the GP throws out there. You know, what we aim for is we aim for creating calls that are user-friendly for the hunter and realistic sounding like how a hen mallard sounds when she's out there, whether she's loafing and, you know, hanging out and getting water in the marsh or she's feeding heavily in the dry fields or in the flooded corn impoundments. Uh, we offer three different type of calls, like you said, catfish. We offer for the swamp and timber hunters, the trickster. Yeah. Got a short barrel. It is raspy and nasty, and you can do all the finesse notes on it. It's one of my favorite calls we offer. And uh, real quick, I'll do a little demonstration for you guys. This is me on my my trickster. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that right there. That's raspy and nasty. Yeah, buddy. That is raspy and 
nasty. And uh, moving along, we have our originator, the True Grit. And we revamped this call this past summer. And we took a call that was our first duck call. And we asked ourselves, how can we make this better? And what we did was we designed a new insert. It's got a ramp in the tone board that makes it so it helps prevent the reed from sticking and from freezing. This is also another raspy call. It's a real loud call. This call's great for field hunting, hitting migrators at long distances, open water, big rivers, lakes. I mean, this is one of the calls that I go to when I'm trying to get the bird's attention. And this is what that sounds like, the true grit. Get on it. I mean, that right there. Dude, I thought the trickster sounded good, and then I started using that true grit. And that's, I mean, I tell you what, if I meet a duck that can't turn and won't turn off of that sound right there, then it's not a duck. Forget about it. <laughs> I hear that, boss. And then our new call that we released this past year, we offer it in a single read and a double read. It's the nitty gritty. And, uh, you know, we've always been aiming for the classic colors with the trickster and the true grit. This one, it's got a marble acrylic to it. Really Ooh. nice looking call. It's, it's got some more engravings on there than the trickster and the true grit. Sweet. And uh, this is a workhorse of a call. You can go loud with it like you can on the true grit. You can go nice and soft with it like you can on the trickster. It does all of the above and beyond. And this is what that sounds like. <laughs> I just had about four mallards swinging around when I was on that call right there. Absolutely. Holy mackerel. That's the kind of call that'll get you into Salisbury right there. <laughs> Downtown Salisbury. <laughs> Stevie's favorite. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, that's what this is like right here. Splitting wood. I mean, easy to blow, one piece design. People say, oh, you don't need a wood duck call to call in wood ducks. I have decoyed wood ducks, whether it's open water or it's in the beaver swamps, with this call right here. Gotcha. Very cool. Travis, you guys are doing great, man. Every time we see you at the Great American Outdoor Show, uh, you know, in the Waterfowl Hall, there's no better place to be than to go see GP calls. Um, we, we really enjoy visiting down there. Do you have any new epic stories from this season yet, even though it's a day in or maybe one from yeah, last year. So yeah. what happened yesterday? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, tell me all yeah. about your 23 hours. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you one thing. You want an epic story that involves Teddy Carr, catfish? Absolutely. How, how about this one? 
like strangle me for saying this, but that's the best kind of story. <laughs> yeah, bro. But then we were out doing hunts, and he was in the back part of the marsh, and I was out towards the front part of the marsh, and I'm sitting there, first light, twenty milers, give him a little greeting call, seven peel off. 25 yards in the hole. We boom, 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 boom. About five minutes later, full pintail with the six-inch sprig on it, circling around. Come on, come on, come on, I mean, it was on and on and on. Two gadwalls swinging over the blind, pass shot. Three pintails circling and circling and circling. Drop them. Mallard, single drink mallard. I mean, it was one after another, just ripping into him. And there's old Mr. Teddy Carter in the back. Hasn't fired a shot yet. Let me tell you, he was as hot as a gobbler in the springtime that just figured out all the pants left him. <laughs> tell him to get the oil off the Stoger and get to shooting. That's right. I can tell from your sound effects there's a Browning A5 in there and a Beretta Max 6. Oh, you know whatever the new one is you like, the Blackhawk Eagle go 40,000. Niner. Niner. Is there a niner in there? <laughs> I hear nine. I hear niner. I thought I did. <laughs> There's different shotgun sounds all over the podcast. And listen, Travis, you have the best ones. Hands oh, down, dude. bud. Did, did you just say hens down? Hens down. Hens down. Hens down. He's got perfect. The best. We shoot hens too. Hens down, Drake's up. Hens down, Drake's up. <laughs> Hashtag. I think you're skirting around one of the best epic stories yet. Did you not just get back from Saskatchewan? Dude. Did you? Yeah. We go out there 10 days of hunting and shoot anywhere from 350 birds to 550 birds. The most birds I've shot in a trip out there was 780. Whoa. And, uh, dude, there's a reason why I always go back. Funny enough. I do have a good story from it. It doesn't involve any hunting. I think the f- the funny part of that whole trip is that none of us were invited. I was going to say yeah. that. I was waiting to the end of his story to say thanks for the invite. I'm not I'm not waiting. <laughs> I'm not waiting for that. I could have drove like 20 minutes of that trip for you. <laughs> so we drive 36 hours out there, guys. All right. And it's straight through. We don't stop, man. You know, you're so jacked up and adrenaline rush of getting out there because you know what you're going to get into. You know, it's one of those things where you put the time in for scouting, you, you find the birds, you're going to just lay the smackdown on them. Absolutely. Right? Speaking of the smackdown, I think Sammy P has something to yeah, say. Yeah, I got a question. You said you drive straight through and no stopping, so how do you get gas? Yeah. That's you a good question. That's a good question, down. Sammy P. One of it, Travis. It's one of those deals there, Mr. General. If you watch any of the Mad Max's movies. You got you know, drop tanks? You got drop yeah. tanks on that, yeah. that yeah. F-250? Right. <laughs> you got refueling yeah. motorcycles running up the side. Dude, we got drop tanks, refueling motorcycles. We even got a blind guy playing an epic freaking metal guitar solo with about 20 amplifiers behind him. Wow. Dude, I'm telling you. When you roll with the grip pack, you're 
Yeah, but right. sounds like it. I've seen your decoy <laughs> spitting fire before. <laughs> dude, dude, my decoys, dude, we're so badass that when people shoot the decoys when they're shooting at a duck, the decoys it just flicks off the pellets, bro. Yeah. None of my decoys sink. Mine are different. I, mean, I I literally have to shoot the decoys and eat them or I'd starve to death because <laughs> the geese <laughs> won't land for me this year. <laughs> I I mean. It's at the point where if anybody in the blind down here misses a duck, the duck quickly circles back around and, and apologizes, and then you shoot it back. <laughs> that's, that's the way it should be. Yeah. You got them trained right in Virginia. One of the things I love about shooting ducks and geese down here is knowing that I'm shooting birds that catfish miss. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, this is a rough year for me. I'm exactly... Uh, one less than one for geese. That's uh, zero geese. That's zero geese. <laughs> and it isn't because I haven't been out hunting, and it's not because the decoys don't work, and it's not because uh, my goose calls aren't epic. It's literally because they go from A to B, and they want nothing to do with me. So I, really? yep, and I can liter- I can drive two minutes down the road to the farm where they're all sitting. They just sometimes they want to go to the X, and they don't want nothing to do with it. You, nothing you can do about it. You've been hitting them with the Mo Kraken. I have. Really? I'm about so frustrated I threw it at one. <laughs> you just whipped it. I thought maybe the Mo Kraken would bring them down. <laughs> it's a good call. I just I, don't know. It's gonna. I am talking to you. I I even I, I wax these decoys just for you. Will you please come here. No, it's been a rough. It's been rough up here this goose season so far. But I'm always late late goose season person anyhow we get better we get we get a lot better geese hunting here and the, the migration than we do our locals they know my tricks yeah for somebody to go out there and shoot limits every day it just doesn't happen unless you're in Saskatchewan Canada it, it just sounds like we've been talking to a lot of Canadians lately it just sounds like Canada's where it's at why are we still yeah, here that doesn't make sense I mean, the squirrels are like 33 pounds a piece. Yeah. 33 pounds. That's what I've been told. Yeah. Tyler Tyler said, Tyler Dunn said the squirrels average at 33 pounds. They have four breasts. When Aunt Glasgow was there, he had to four have stitches because one bit him in the toe. Two stomachs. Exactly. They're big. Did you count them, bud? Yeah. One. You heard Catfish talk about 33-pound squirrels. I think he's been eating two bunch of them honey-glazed walnuts over there. Yeah, they were pretty good. They were good. <laughs> well, I took an hour and a half nap tonight with the Rottweiler waiting for my brothers to return with a Stromboli. <clears throat> and I didn't know what was going on, so I Miss Leanna, <sighs> Miss Leanna had walnuts upstairs, and I just I, I couldn't help myself. They were delicious. They yeah. were delicious. And you left a bag of jerky out just for me. I did. <laughs> I did. Well, Travis, I, this has been wonderful. It's always nice to have a check-in from GP Calls. Um, we're going to get down there with you, uh, hopefully sooner than later, um, or have you up here, whatever works out the best. But I can't wait to see you, brother. Yeah, you're going to be here for the show, are you not? Oh, for Harrisburg? Absolutely, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. I'll be up there. And, uh, what I want to try and do, maybe two days before the show starts, catfish, is help come up there and we'll do some goose hunting. That time of year, I can call. We can call the geese down. The migrators that come through by the lake, they have no clue. You know, right now we're hunting the same. You know, 
thousand geese that fly in and out of the lake every day. You know, the same geese we've been hunting for the last five years. But once the migrators come through, there's nothing to see. 500 to 1,000 birds come through that place Jeez. in and out of Lake Mead. And it's, you know, they, 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 you can get them in. So we'll do that come snow on the ground time. Gotcha. Yeah, buddy. Deal, man. I can't wait to see you, boss. We'll be down hunting in Virginia with you soon. We're going to take a small break because uh, – a few of us are getting older, and we can't hold our pee anymore. Yeah, when we get back, we got the general back in the house. Yeah. Sammy P. Thanks, Travis. Thanks a bunch, guys. Yes. Thanks, Travis. Yep. See you, boss. See you, bud. Yep. GP calls, man. That was awesome. Travis stopping by the Sonic campfire. How cool is that? I'm excited to get. Back to a, a guy who hasn't been on the podcast in a little while. We kind of missed him. We had to get him back. Um, we had to. He's been traveling around the country. He's been away for far too long. Far too long. I don't want to just blurt anything out, so I'm, I'm trying to do the best I can to hold back. Get on with it, bud. Sammy, we got Sammy P. the general. In. Sammy P. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I couldn't. Sorry. What's happening, brother? Uh, not much. Just living the dream, I guess. How about it? It's a big <laughs> year for you. Yeah. I want to hear about the custom you got made. First, Can I hear yeah. about that? Because that's kind of goes hand in hand with the, the world traveling. Uh-huh. Where did you have that made at? Vermont. And what is uh, it? Newport. It's a 28 nozzler. A little gun. A little gun that shoots <laughs> very, 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 very far, far, far and fast. Yeah. It only weighs like, what, 17 pounds? <laughs> no. About <laughs> Somewhere between 13 to 15. That's heavy. Wow. Yeah. The scope weighs 10 pounds. Yeah, the scope's like three and a half pounds. Sammy, why'd you go with the 28 Nosler? 28 Nosler I like uh, because it's uh, based off the 7mm caliber. Okay. Same bullet, uh, just a lot larger cartridge. So it's, more powder? Uh, and Yeah, more powder. It's okay. a little bit bigger than the 7mm Ultramag. Okay. Whoa. So it's going... 3,190 feet per second. Wow. Holy Flat. Yahtzee. Flat. Yeah. How far did you shoot that in for? Um, I have it sighted in for 1,500. Yeah. Dang. So I have the drop <laughs> the whole way out. Got I mean, your little yards. Uh, I mean, why not? index card of what yep. you need to click in. Yep. Nice. I have it on my phone. That's so. incredible. Yeah. So but. don't mess with... Uh, don't mess with him because uh, he'll he'll figure out and find you. He's like AT and T. I got a groundhog. Yeah. Reach under out my... and touch someone. Yeah. Got a groundhog. <laughs> <laughs> He's under my porch. Can you shoot it from your house? Pretty much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you took this thing out west with you. Yep. Tell me about your out westness. Well, uh, we went out west for antelope. First time. Uh, Jealous. For antelope hunting. Jealous, I've not done it. Um, and you called to, your shot, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people were saying, don't do it that far. I was, I told them I wasn't going to do it any less than 500. So. <laughs> and it was, what, 512, 512 right? 512, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was uh, Trophy Ridge Outfitters where we went. Uh, very nice place. Uh, people were great. You got fed well, that's for sure. What state was this? Um, Carlisle, Wyoming. Okay. Why? Carlisle to Carlisle. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we got there. We sighted our rifles in. Got everything ready. So we met the guides. Got up at 
five thirty in the morning was breakfast and they said we got to get going by six. So oh wait, like, what's breakfast consist of? I have to know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you said the food was good. We wanted their details on the yeah. breakfast is the most important <coughs> meal of the day. Well, the first night we had uh, steaks and gravy Ooh. with mashed potatoes. That was really good. I could have ate that leftovers then, uh, for breakfast. Sounds good. Breakfast, <laughs> I kind of kicked myself in the butt. Because I didn't want to eat too much where I would have had to go to the bathroom when we were out. <laughs> so I, all I had was bacon and some eggs. They had blueberry pancakes. Oh, and oh you screwed up. My, yeah. My <laughs> buddy was busting on me the whole day about that. They were so good. Five, yeah. five, I, mean, I hate to say this, Sam. It's Wyoming. At, it's Wyoming. At 500 yards, you could take 10 dumps. Yeah. <laughs> you, you could take. Yeah, you could go to the bathroom while shooting at 500. <laughs> but, there, but there's no trees to lean up against. No, this guy's just, just a lot of tall grass. <laughs> yep, tall grass. Yeah, that's nice. Watch as, uh, you know. Yeah, don't grab a crack. Uh, practice. <laughs> crack oh, don't grab a crack. There I go again. Jeez. Having a verbal seizure. <laughs> <laughs> Bless your heart. Damn but wild turkeys. We had breakfast. We got uh, left the lodge. It was about an hour drive to where we had to get to. So we didn't see any of the antelope on the way out. We were more in the mountain area. So we see a bunch of whitetail and uh, How about, deer. What do you think of that? Whitetails? I mean, anywhere there's green or, or a drainage, like a runoff, yeah. there's animals there. Like, it's just animals everywhere there. Really? Everybody thinks our deer population's bad around here. I mean, you see them, but you go out there, it's like 10 times fold. Oh, yeah. Tail. Really? Everywhere. <laughs> and you'll see three, four bucks with a group of 20, 30 doe. Wow. And, like, every mile down the road. Wow. I and mean, it was ridiculous. It, it's kind of crazy. I, I noticed that myself. And, like, and they're all massive. Yeah. And what I, I was kind of told is, like... They really don't care about the whitetail. They have the mule deer. They have the elk. They have, you know, bear in color phases. They have uh, mountain lions. So kind of the whitetail gets put on the back burner. So it's, you know, it's a lot like Holsinger's trout for me. It's, there's no real, there's no, there's no, no real appeal. challenge. <laughs> I mean, you got all the good stuff to fish for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's similar. It's just, the, yeah. I guess it would be like our fishing situation. Yeah, no, it's it sounds awesome. I've not I've not ever been there, but from what Will says and from what you say, yeah, it's it's beautiful out there. You, I I wouldn't want to live there because there ain't much to do. Well, you what? two can drive me out there and I'll borrow your rifle. <laughs> I'd live there in a minute. But I mean, uh, yeah, a lot of people I talk to. There's actually two guys that were from. Uh, Someone would trade me twenty acres for my left testicle. Probably. You'd I take would. It. Out there. <laughs> Who needs that left one anyway? I'm in. Yeah. I'm game. But, uh, People from Wyoming. <laughs> if you need one, <laughs> got an extra one. In yeah. 20 acres. I'm sure you got 20 acres you've probably never seen before Let's on your make the deal. 10,000 acre property. <laughs> Let's do this. So is it, you said you Let's were in the mountain areas. <laughs> is there flat land too? Yeah, it was uh, about an hour away. Uh, <laughs> if you actually went to the one town, it was actually half an hour down the road. Um, they actually had uh, some flat land and mountain. What day was it that you actually got a glimpse of this antelope that you got? Uh, it was uh, Monday. Monday. Actually, sorry, a lie. Tuesday is when we were hunting. Don't lie to us, Sammy. <laughs> so we got there Monday, and we hunted Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, but we all tug out the first day. Really? 
So then yeah. it's just blueberry pancakes from here on from out. From here on out. <laughs> <laughs> Wyoming stack blueberry Stack them up. Pancakes. I'll stack take them I was going to say the same thing. Stack them up. Yeah. Now, Sammy, could you guys have, like, fished out there or done anything else, like, after you tagged out? Was there opportunity? You, you could have done some more stuff. We were going to go do prairie dogs, but we never did. Then uh, they have actually have uh, game lands right down from the lodge where he would have took us to and done that, showed us where to go. Like for like a whitetail, or was that not in? No, that's for prairie dogs. Gotcha, Long gotcha. Range. Now, Long now range. Yeah. when you you got to put in for your tag out there, so it's on a drawing system. So even okay. if you're a resident, yeah, really, for whitetail even. So, oh yeah. No wonder there's so many then. Yep, yep. You got to get pulled for it. So I mean, we're when we put in for ours, I they would were never putting, get it. The Russians would mess with it. Yeah. <laughs> they were putting <laughs> exactly in for our right. tags in January. So if we didn't get pulled this this year, we would have got our money back, and they would have put it in for next year. So he gets so many tags. He he has so many ranches out there. He leases. Gotcha. And oh. they get so many tags. What then, what age bracket is this guy at? How old is he? Oh, roughly older than Phil. I'd say his fifties, maybe. <laughs> Thanks, Catfish. I just, I'm just trying to make you feel younger, boss. <laughs> I love you, brother. I just didn't quite feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> it might not have meant it that way. Mr. Mark. I love you. So, silver, <laughs> silver back. Everybody loves talk, one. Talk, talk about the hunt a little bit, Sammy. The, when, how'd the animal come in? Where were you? What were you? Uh, so we go. Uh, what we did was we we drove out to the ranches, whatever. We picked up the. I got lucky. I I got the ATV, so we were in the side by side, because our property was really muddy. Uh, so you couldn't drive back with a truck or whatever. You get stuck. You need a track chair. So right. <laughs> yeah, we man. picked that up. Uh, it was really frosty that morning, so it was in the probably I think twenty nine thirties. So Ooh, kind it was of really cold. Um, in the summertime, yeah. freeze my giblets. I think off. that day was. I keep forgetting this is something back. that day. It wasn't warm. It got warm, but I mean, it was in probably the mid fifties. I like. I love the part of the story where you told me that, like, you told your brother, "Yeah, go ahead and go first. I'm good. Like, out." Take like a twenty minute head start. I can shoot past your truck once you get there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, we got out of the field. We got the ATV uh, unloaded, and you can see him up in the field on the way in. You can actually see him running along the road, running across the road. We're driving down the road, and they're on the road. And you're pretty much chasing them down the road with yeah. the truck when you're driving. Um, we had about a herd of 20 of them up in the field I was watching. And then there was two bucks that I seen. So when you say up in the field, this is 500 yards away. Oh, yeah. It's it's up there. Just nothing up, was, in, just so up in the field. Way up in the field. Nothing was close. <laughs> there in the field. Nothing was, to say, nothing was real close for me. Yeah. My brother and my neighbor, uh, they had pretty much a lot of close shots. They had them at 50. They had them at 90. Hundred. How do you judge these animals at five hundred yards? Yeah. That takes a special kind of eye talent that's done it a while. Yeah. Is that guy helping you with that? Oh yeah. 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 The uh, they actually seen one that day. I mean the next. I mean day before, 
there that we were after was a big buck. Um, so we were actually just glancing for a while. We'd come up on hills, like little cliffs or whatever. It was actually pretty cool because you'd actually look down and get up top. You'd look down about a couple hundred feet yeah. into the field. I said, man, I said, this would be awesome just to sit up here and shoot one on the hill. Side like you're sniping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we actually seen a bunch of mules, mule deer, um, some really nice bucks. And um, we sat and watched one for about an hour and a half at 670 yards. And I was kind of effing if I wanted to shoot it or not, just the way <coughs> the rack looked. I mean, one one way it looked big, one way it looked small, and I was just eh. so I actually had him look at it. It's like I don't want to shoot it if it's not a nice one. I mean, it's it's my first time antelope hunting, so uh, I ended up passing up on it. So we got back in. We went down to the next gate. I opened that up, get through, close it. By the time I get up to the ATV, they close the door. I slammed the door. I was supposed to keep, like, kind of close it quietly. He said, hold on. When I slammed the door, here, there was a buck standing 300 yards in front of us. Uh, and it was the one we were after. Really? So he's looking at us. And it's like, you got to be kidding me. So I get out, <laughs> get set up. What the thing, thing trots off, or, well, bounces off or whatever. And then he was about 800 some yards. So. Do, you, do you get the – did you see them – Ever take off like full bore? Oh yeah, well, I'm getting to that. How crazy <laughs> is that? Yeah, seventy. What is it? Seventy-five miles per hour they can run. Nah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And it's a dust trail. Like it's like it kicks up like a uh, like like a, like a top fuel dragster. It's just yeah. across the the open plain. I wonder there. why they've evolved like that. What actually chases them out there? I mean, you know, like, why would you have to have that kind of speed? Like, I understand. Mountain lion? You yeah. know, like, once upon a time, or something like that's not even around anymore. Yeah, maybe, right? Well, they got mountain lions and wolves out there. Yeah, well. Well, speed gets you away from a wolf pack. Coyotes. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't see any of them. We actually seen a coyote on the side of the road when we were driving around. Dingoes. So after you slammed the door in this thing, what did it do? Uh, it stood there and looked at us, and then. Ran off or bounced off. Is what you say. <laughs> it hopped uh, along like so Apollo. We watched it for a while, <laughs> and then it ended up cutting off to the left. So we ended up going around. There's a couple other trails we can come up. There's trails all over these ranches. Um, so we ended up going around the other side, and then we couldn't get around that side. Well, this thing was that smart. It watched us. So when we go around to the left, He'd go back towards the right. <laughs> so we literally chased this thing almost two hours on this ranch. And it ended up giving us a slip. And I mean, we had it at 300 yards. As soon as I, we get up on it, I'd get out, get ready to shoot or whatever, and he'd take off. So it was like a split second, and he's gone. So He I, just knew it was too close for you. What is so that, 300 yards? We had him at four. We had him eight. We had him seven. He got that. We actually had him come up over the ridge. We chased him. And uh, he actually went over the knob, and we were expecting him to come up straight up on the other hill. So I was ready. 
Well, here this thing was that smart. It ended up going down the hill, and you couldn't see him. Well, he made a hard, hard right. He was 800 yards down to the right then. Wow. So we we chased this thing nonstop. And then, like I said, he gave us a slip. We couldn't find him. So how long does it take you to get set up? Not long. I mean, you, you got your clip, and you just can't have one loaded in. So technically, so this is... This yeah. this is a legal way to hunt out there, to chase them like that. Yep. Okay, I didn't know. Well, this it's totally different than what it is here. Yeah, because it sounds like here you'd get in trouble for you that. You can shoot off the the ATV. You can shoot off the back. You can shoot off the window. You can shoot off a truck out there. We were driving a truck. All I had to do is set up on the hood. But yeah. the problem is, you got to have if you're if you open the door, get your gun out, and you have it leaning on the door, and you don't have your feet on the ground. They will, if the game warden seen you with no feet on the ground, he will find you. Yeah, you got to have out of the one truck. foot on the ground while you're holding your gun. Yeah, really. Just sounds. It's just different. I'm not saying yeah. anything like that. So, so sounds fun though. As fast as they are, I guess you need a truck to chase them down. Yeah. I. I it's just. Yeah. I didn't. I was out in archery season for me. And yeah, it was different for you blind. You hunting yeah. out blind. Yeah, so I was up close and personal. Yeah, I tried to shoot one at 500 yards with my bow. <laughs> Got close. <laughs> Just kidding. <Yeah. laughs> with the rocket-assisted arrow. <laughs> yes. Yes. So after he gave you the slip, what happened? Uh, we ended up going after. There was actually when we were up looking. There's actually two different herds. And here, this big, uh, this yeah, other herd? small herd that got in with the bigger one. So we ended up going around back over to where we were first thing in the morning, and then we were watching them. And then we ended up taking lunch. It was about noontime. Pause. So, what was for lunch? I have to know. So we, <laughs> yeah, good question. So we took lunch or whatever. We were watching peanut them. butter and jellies. No, it was actually a meatloaf barbecue. Oh boy, yeah, really good. I'm going to Wyoming. So it's ridiculous. We need to go there. So we ended up uh, eating lunch. We were watching the herd in front of us. Then we went through the gate. And then I found the two that I was watching in the morning. And then all of a sudden I got on this big one. Exactly the way I wanted it. It was kind of wide, up, kind of wide but I didn't want uh, ones that were kind of close together. I kind of wanted the Y out. Or V out, actually. Mm-hmm. So I seen that one. It was a nice one. So I was happy with that. So I told him about it, which one it was, because he was looking. And uh, he ranged it or whatever. He says, is that the one you want? It's like, yeah. So he ranged it, told me what it was. I got ready. By the time I was ready to shoot, two mule deer bucks stand up and run, run off and spook the, uh, the herd off. So Stupid like, muleys. <laughs> so arrogant <coughs> sons. Of- That's why we don't have them in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Just Darn ignorant. Things. So we ended up watching where they ran. What were you? What did you say when you, they ran all? I didn't really get say much. I just, he said, "Want me to get back in?" And we got. I got back in. You weren't like, "What the hang?" No. <laughs> <laughs> or you gotta be kidding me. I was more kind of like, "Okay, let's." I don't know. Let's do it again. Yep. yep. Start it over. was in and out. It was in and out. Yeah. And out start all over. Yep. Yep. You pretty much start over. It I'm sounds like a gone. lot like peacock bass fishing. I'm yeah. Just <laughs> urban. 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 Antelope. Hunting. Antelope hunting. <laughs> so, um, 
we got up through the one gate, and we were watching them see if they went up over the edge. Well, we were going to go through the other gate, and he said, hold on, let's go. Let's get out and kind of get over this this crest of the hill there and see if they're there. And sure enough, I'm glad we did that because we didn't. We went through that gate and went up. We would have spooked them again. Here we went over that crest and right there they were. I spotted Whoa. them. So they're somewhere at well, 500, somewhere at four, somewhere at three. And here when we were looking at them, we were down underneath. We were looking at him. The buck that I was watching at 670 yards was staring straight at us. So we had to watch what we were doing. Yeah, yeah. So we had kind of had like a little bush off to the side. So what we did like was... The, the beer. Yeah. <laughs> you always we, have a little bush on the side. <laughs> well, there's little ones, but it's, you kind of got it open. You got bushes all over the place in some areas, and then you got wide open. So we got off to this bush behind the bush because I ended up seeing the one I wanted to shoot. So we got up behind us, but we had to watch the one was there. Well, that one ended up spooking, and then they ran, those ran off, but the other one stayed down below. Uh, it, they're so spooky. I mean, they they have the eyes on the side, so they they're see yeah, every, they weirdly, all of them see everything. They have weirdly big eyes, too. So spooks. we got up, and I told, I told him where it was. He ranged it, and he said, I thought he said... Um, 550 yards because I had my Walker game ears in. Gotcha. So I dialed it in the 550 yards and told him where it was. He said, wait, there's there's uh, does behind it. Wait till they clear. Well, we ended up waiting about 5, 10 minutes till they all clear because it's time you want to shoot. And another one walked behind it. So finally I got a clearance. I'm taking a shot and I shot and he dropped. He's like, congratulations, you nice. dropped it. I can't believe it. It's like, didn't run. He's like, all happy. He's like, we don't have to chase this. And I was all tickled pink. We're high-fiving. Cool. That's, I, can't, That's, I can't imagine going out, like shooting an archery, and you get down, try to find the arrow, try to find the first drop of blood at 30 yards. Imagine trying to go out and find the first drop of blood at five, 600 yards. Yeah. Dang. To know exactly where it was, it would be pretty tough. Well, I mean, the beauty of some of these locations is – you're looking out over this vast land, and you can you'll see it. You could potentially see it just go and drop, go and drop, and go. Yeah. But it's forever away. Yeah. I mean, it's not. So, I'm gonna get in trouble for asking this question, but I'm gonna ask it anyways. Oh, here what, we go. what was for dinner? No, no, it's oh, not Mike. that easy. Barbecue could, meatless. What are the? Could you could you explain Juice, in 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 detail? How you set up for that shot? Because this is—I mean, you—you you, got a heavy gun, you got an animal that's 500 yards away. So this is not like you're standing up, you know, in, in a. That's a no, good question. I, mean, I was going to ask him if he was shooting prone. Yeah. That's a good question. I would have liked to, but you couldn't because of all the sage grass, and you got the bush, like whatever they call the bush. Well, it would be sage. It's, yeah, bushes. it's just sage. You yeah. got your regular prairie grass, and then. Um, Whatever else is growing. So, I mean. Did you, could you smell the, the sage? Oh, yeah. You get in that sage. It's amazing. It. Like, it's incredible. Why are you trying to distract him from answering my <laughs> question? I just, it's, all these things are coming yeah. back to my head. I'm like, ah. Oh. It was yeah, a magical so what, place. So what was for dinner, Sam? 
<laughs> no, I don't mean to distract you from the. So, grid. so you're shooting from like a kneeling position with sticks? Uh, no, I oh, I had a special uh, tripod I had. Okay. Um, that I had for this trip and when I shoot, so I can actually do it from a standing position to a sitting position to prone to kneeling. So I had pretty much for kneeling. Okay. And the way you see me in the one picture I had is the way I shot it. So I had pretty much had it based just to get over the shrubbery or whatever, all the all the grasses or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So it's not. I should have practiced a little more in that position because I had a lot of movement more than what I wanted. But the guy I actually ended up hunting with was. An ex-sniper in the military, and then he was a cop. So okay. he did a lot of that. But he said a lot of what you can do to get rid of some of that is just back your focus off, and you won't have that movement, so much movement. Okay. So because what you're saying is you were you were so dialed in yeah. that you know like any I little pretty bit, much dialed in where I can pick a flea off. Yeah. So yeah. any any little <laughs> movement. Yeah. Was you're going. Back yeah. and forth on the antelope at at its at its yeah. range. What okay. scope is that? That would be the Vortex Razor HD Gen Two. Yeah. So like a nine to twenty. No, that's actually a four point five to twenty seven. Okay. Fifty six. Five fifty six. Nice. So so he ranged it at five fifty for you. And it was, yeah. did you have to make any adjustments? Any? Well, yeah, I had made adjustments. I looked at my phone quick, dialed it in, and okay. once I had dialed in, I mean, I had you got to do quick. I mean, yeah. you don't know how long they're going to stand there. It's and and for anybody who won't know, when you say dialed in, you're adjusting your scope for the elevate yeah, uh, for the distance. The clicks, yeah. So you're changing the elevation of your scope. Yeah. So okay. How long did you plan for this trip? Two years. Yeah. A lot of work went into it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it. Was it what, everything you expected? Oh, yeah. It was fun. I loved it. I want to go back again. Um, still deciding what I want to go back for. Um, it's either going to be... Prairie dogs. No. Yeah. Corn dogs. It's either going to be a mule deer and antelope combo, or it's going to be for elk. Oh, nice. So if I'm going to do elk, i got to start putting in for my points. you got to get your points out there. Yeah. yeah. What was the first recipe you made with... With the antelope, just regular steaks. Just steaks. How <laughs> was steaks? It? Was it good? Oh yeah. Nice. And the thing is, this is this is what I love about this. Everybody that I talked to, but for Will, said antelope's nasty, mule deer is nasty. You get the sagey taste. Oh, you ain't gonna like it. Whatever. I went through those. Well, actually, I had my brother. He was actually the first one to cook before I did. My brother cooked them. He said, you ain't going to believe it. You got to try this. No sage taste at all. And you ain't going to believe it. No gamey taste at all. Nothing. It's, like, it's, it's, it's amazing. Really? It's, like, it's one of the best meats like I've ever had. It's kind yeah. of the thing with, like, it's, we have these, you know, we have these game dinner talks on how to prep things, you know, and obviously the general knows how to cook amazingly. Mm-hmm. Like with Lana, with her taste, you know, t- tame your wild game, but. 
there's a lot of people that say things taste nasty that we love to eat that I don't get what they're saying. I, I think I had I had to, some of that antelope. It was amazing. Mm. Not to go down like That's, another rabbit hole of of this podcast, yeah. but I think that that whole um, do it, bud. Where, where, where people had go down had the, that. Yeah, do it. <laughs> Someone else um, besides me would be yeah. great. Let's you know, hear it. I, I think the the <laughs> the bad taste for game has come from like our. Uh, a parent's generation, like back in the 50s and 60s, when you shot a buck, you drove around with it on your hood for two days and then cut it, you know, showed everybody in town that you shot a deer. You don't do that? Sorry, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's like, you didn't, I think we take care of it better now. Yeah. And, and to get the people out of that whole mindset that it tastes bad is, is kind of yeah. tough. But the thing is, you got to look at this is, this is guys that I know still go out west hunting. Okay. They didn't have yeah. They didn't have McCormick seasonings either. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's something it's, to think about. It's I mean, good stuff. It's a totally different taste. I mean, it's almost like you gotta put a spice that goes good with it. Okay. What did they? What? It's pretty much you don't really have any flavor to, to it. It's like it's just a plain. Uh, like I wouldn't mind a little melts sage in your taste mouth. or whatever, but yeah, definitely. What'd you put on it? Chef Paul's Cajun no. seafood. No, I actually tried some in. of the shrimp boil. Oh, <laughs> Zardans. Trigger. Did you? Uh, spices, yeah. Those oh, are good. Uh, Stuff tried, yeah, they big are. game, yeah. I tried the game one. I didn't really care the game one on that. It was okay. I think that's actually, I ended up making a pork the one night. I actually like that on that. It's, it's, it's a sweet, it's more of a sweet. I kind of like a more uh, spice. like spicy or whatever. Yeah, spice. Yeah. Spice, 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 spice. <laughs> no. What did they have for dinner out there? I keep asking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they had all kinds of stuff. Uh, the first night we had, uh, I don't know what it is. I asked one of the guides. I said it could be. It could have been antelope, could have been deer, it could have been mule deer. But they were uh, small steaks, whatever, uh, cut up, thrown in with gravy. Um, we had mashed potatoes, salad, you had your pies, whatever, whatever pies they had. Next night we had, uh, pasta. That was really good. The next, it would have been Wednesday night, we had chicken pot pie. Oh, yeah, I like chicken pot pie. But it's not the, the Dutch, like. PA does. Oh, so it was a real pie? Little, this is like a uh, yeah. pie. Yeah. It was still no. good for Never mind. pie. That yeah. was actually really good. Was it? Yeah. They give um, you into ice cream? What's that? They give you into any ice cream while you were no. out there? No. So, uh, good pies, man. And then the yeah, last night, we were actually hoping for something really good. So it was kind of like a Sal- Salisbury steak in a way. It was kind of like a steak. Mm-hmm. Like they smashed it and they had like a breading. Okay, uh, country, country fried, country, country fried, fried. Steak. There you go. That's but what I'm it, talking that was about really good. Yeah. With white gravy? No, with regular gravy. I like the oh, regular dude. gravy. I like country fried steak. Yeah. Country, country, country fried steak, but you got to have white gravy on it. With eggs, yes. <laughs> but this is like it was kind of like burger patty in a way. Okay. So it's like I don't know what it. Maybe like the flank steak. Yeah. Chop, what for sides steak. did you have with yeah. that? Sides, salads, <laughs> mashed potatoes. Nice. <laughs> But you that got, that you, sounds like a heck of a trip, Sam. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got fed. I mean, it's not like some of these places where you go and you only get a certain portion. Yeah. Three, I mean, three American. You were allowed to go back and get more. So. 
Nice. I'm Pretty happy sure you got to go, man. I know you're looking <laughs> forward to that. I'm really happy it went well for you. Who who was the outfit that made your gun up north? Outfit a uh, Trophy Ridge. Oh, sorry. Hillbilly Customs. Hillbilly rivals. Customs. He was a guy you met at the outdoor yeah. show a couple of years back. Yeah, right? it's a nice looking gun. We yeah, were I love it. We were talking about this with Keith Beasley about how hunting can be like so sentimental those little moments right where i know that sam planned this for like two years and i had seen sam in a while but when i actually saw you with your antelope i was so super stoked and yeah. happy like I, I could have been like i could have just harvested a deer myself happy right. jacked up yeah i too was like yeah yeah it was a win for me well, bad word yeah well i was excited <laughs> just to see like you had some pictures up that you're leaving to go for it i mean like yeah. I, I know when you go on that kind of trip, it's just it's awesome. Just to just to get out of the area, something brand new, hunt a different way than we hunt in Pennsylvania. Walking through that, I'm gonna go back to it. Walking through that sage, like the whole smell, the air, the it's euphoric. I'm not saying it's trippy, but it's like it's just. Yeah. What's what's different about the sage than it's just like a weeds? Walking through a Bed Bath and Beyond, oh, really? but it's more, yeah. but it's more natural. Uh, like it's like you can the smell of it. You're it's saying it's the it's the real thing. <laughs> okay, I, I, I you don't get that here. We're gonna have to no. go to find, figure it out. Some things you can't explain. You I know? can't. Yeah, sorry, Stevie. Here's the, here's I got gotcha. you. You get that at Canoe Creek fishing for trout. Didn't you ever smell it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple miles away. Yeah. <laughs> Here's one of the parts I left out. Was uh, they had cactuses. Yeah. And they were nasty. Did you get pricked? Nice. Nope. I was the only one out of the group today. Buddy, come on. It's a family show. It was awesome. I mean, you look down at the ground, you look. Some people, like guys were there when we were talking them that night. It's like it's the first podcast. He's like, God. Dang. He's like, you guys watch, watch out for the cactus. He's like, dang, I mean, I should have brought knee pads, I'm thinking. So here, the night we had, I mean, the day we went, we didn't, we weren't crawling around much. So we, you watched for them. My brother and my neighbors got them in their legs. Ooh. The group, well, they were in trucks, but they had to get out sometime. And walk or whatever, crawl to their spot. So these are like those small round ones that just that are on the oh, ground, yeah, not like the, yeah, but they can be small round ones like that. But I mean, they could be. Tall. Do those little like spikes? Do they break off and oh, stick yeah. in you? Or oh they, yeah, there was guys picking them out with needles when yeah. they came back. I, I was. I thought you were talking about like the ones that are like six foot tall. Yeah. That like, how do no, you miss that? That's but, like Arizona stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. look like the yeah with the almost like scarecrow look. Yeah. That's well, like here, one of the girls, my brother knew, that yeah, he was talking to. She was out, out there. Well, here they were at the same lodge we were, and I actually know her and her husband. Here they had to run around. They didn't get. It. They didn't drive around in trucks to find theirs. They didn't drive around in the four wheeler like we did. They actually had to walk Ooh. through their whole field, and then they had to run after theirs. <laughs> so we were telling them about how, how much luxury we had or whatever. They're the type of people that don't go back for seconds. <laughs> well, no, they're, they're talking about going back. She shape. wants to go back for No, no, I mean, they don't go. They're healthier. Yeah, yeah they're healthier than me. Yeah. So. I'll take the four-wheeler, please. Yeah. For, <laughs> for an extra 100 bucks. <laughs> an extra stack yeah, of pancakes. Yeah, it costs you an extra 30. Yeah. <laughs> but it was actually kind of cool because my guide actually had a – tag for a mountain lion and wolf 
So he's like, if we see one, you mind if I eat your guns? No, how about I want to be here to witness That's that. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> how cool. I said, how cool that would be to shoot one and be able to see one. I take so you we didn't see any? hoping for a mountain lion or a wolf. You didn't see any? No, we nah. didn't see any. Uh, did you see, um, like, a, the Wolverine or the Badgers? No, or? I was hoping to see one of them. Yeah, they're crazy. But <clears throat> I didn't even see any prairie dogs. Really? I was the only one that didn't see him. My brother and my neighbor had him. He said the one one he had in the scope was ready to shoot. You could see a prairie dog jumping up in the scope <laughs> before he shot. So, so, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't have any. I didn't see any. Ever. Interesting. Well, I'm so glad you came back to talk about your pronghorn, uh, man. I loved my time in Wyoming. I'm glad you had a great time and great experience, and you got to do it with your brother. How cool is that? Yeah. yeah. That means a lot, right? Yep. Yeah, it's nice. It's it's fun, and you get to spend. We don't get to see each other a lot. He works, I work, and he's out hunting. I'm out doing something, either working or hunting, trying. But uh, it's kind of nice to get together because we did a duck hunt a couple years ago. We had a blast with that. So, right. Um, that's my next my next trip's gonna be with my other younger brother and then my one of my best friends I grew up with in second grade yeah buddy so we're gonna do a bear hunt in brunswick that's the place so that's the place to get her done that's all right well sweet guys anything else new going around the the horn here pretty good right we're good sounds good yeah, <laughs> just surviving, waiting for rifle season or yep. gun season, I guess now. Yeah, you gotta get those rifles shot in, huh? Mine's still good. <laughs> Yours is good. Yeah, my nephew uh, took him out for youth day and he shot one at two fifty seven and two hundred, one in the heart, one in the lungs. Nice. So well done. Nice. All righty. Well. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Let's kick this Let's pig. Let's kick this pig. Yeah. Where can they find us? They can find us at www.ruttonriverpursuits.com. Download the podcast on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play Music, podcast. Check out our Instagram page, at our two pursuits, and our YouTube page, Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. That's uh, it. That's it. Yeah. Peace. Wrap it up. Yep. Get your sound. Rig them weedless. Rig them weedless. Hang on. One second. I, I like, but you're curious. Yeah, his tongue got tied. Curiosity. He tripped over his incisors <laughs> along the lingual byways. And so, edit, edit, edit. Sammy, why'd you go with the 28 nozzle? <laughs> <laughs>